0: It is episode 55 of Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We're wrapping up our week of uh, topics on prayer, on how to pray for your enemies. Yes, we got to do it. Yeah, I know. You would rather cuss at your enemies. You would rather throw things at them. You would rather mock them on social media and uh, talk about them behind their back. But that's not what God wants us to do. We do have to act Jesus-like. That's why we are Christians. By the way, if you ever have any comments for me, AmenBen.com. Don't forget to share this podcast with people in your life that you thought might like to, you know, get a little, get a little few minutes of Jesus in their their morning or their evening or whenever they decide to listen. Uh, Amenben.com gets them all the contact info, social media, and whatnot. Um, So pray for your enemies. It's something we're told point blank to do. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 5, he says, uh, you have heard the said love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And then he says this, he says, so that you may be sons of your father in heaven. See, when we do that, we are really acting like we are sons of the father. We are really acting in the way that he would have us to act when we love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Jesus says it again in Luke six twenty eight. he says, bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Now, this has been taken out of concept, out of context, uh, quite a few times, and twisted to whatever makes us feel good. Uh, but the thing about doing this is, I'll tell you this: whatever you're thinking, it is, it's it's not as easy as that. Whatever you think that you have to do, whether it's easier for you to um, ignore this totally, yeah, that that no, don't do that. It's harder than that, right? if you're, th- if your thing is, Oh, I want to, I want to pray for them. All right. But I'm going to pray that God destroys them and nukes them might not always be as easy as that. And so I want to break this down uh, for a couple different ways that if you are going to pray for your enemies, you need to pray these specific ways. I think one of the things we have to start off with is we need to pray for God's perspective on our enemy, right? Sometimes uh, someone is our enemy by our own standards, but they may not be our enemy according to God, right? That someone who who has hurt our feelings or doesn't give us our way or something like that, we may automatically think they're an enemy of us and therefore, oh, they're definitely gonna be an enemy of, of God because I'm God's favorite, right? God is, is a-okay with everything that I do. And so that must mean that, that they're the, an enemy of God too, right? Well, we must be humble enough to pray that our view of that person be turned into his. If they are indeed an enemy of God, if they are indeed an enemy, because by the way, you, you you come up against and you call out one of my kids, one of my family members as, uh, as your enemy, you're probably going to be my enemy too. So I get that, that there's a little bit, but what happens when you've got two children of God that call each other enemies? Right and, and God is like a heavenly father mediating this debate. Uh, what's going on here? Well, we have to make sure that we have his perspective about them. Maybe it's that we need to change some things in our lives, crucify some thoughts and some assumptions in our lives, and maybe they won't, we won't see them quite as, as much as an enemy as we originally thought. Uh, So, we need to make sure that we pray. When we're praying and we sit down to pray for our enemy, uh, we need to say, God, give me your perspective on them. Help me to see them with your eyes, which means that. Uh, we have the, the same amount of grace and mercy that God may have for them, but also we have his justice and we have his, um, his mind for making sure that, uh, that sins do not go unpunished. So pray for his perspective. We also need to pray for their repentance and their salvation, right? Cause well, they may not be saved. I'm not saying that every person that's your enemy is not saved, but we do need to make sure that we are praying in that moment for them to repent, for them to change, that if we do indeed, if we don't need to do some repenting, which we need to make, maybe uh, check ourselves and make sure that we don't need to repent, uh, but that, that also they would change. Because, you know, that's that's kind of how, how Jesus treated us. Jesus prayed for our repentance and our salvation uh, because the, the apostle Paul reminds us that while we were his foe, while we were his enemy, still he died for us. That while we were enemies, Jesus still gave himself up for us. And he didn't seek retribution. He didn't go, yeah, yeah, get him, God, get him. No, he wanted us as his enemies to repent and to be saved. So make sure that you're praying that, that if they're doing something that they need to repent of, that God would move on their hearts and he would pull them out of that. And he would save them from that. But we also need to pray uh, for either reconciliation or justice. Like make this right or or handle it, God, in your justice, right? We we I think sometimes we jump to this step, or depending on if you're a you're too much of a nice guy or a nice girl, uh, then you you're okay being mad at them and having hurt feelings, but you don't want anything to be done about it. We need to pray to kind of get off of this this tension and make sure that either you're reconciled to each other or God brings his justice on whoever needs it, right? Because that's what Jesus did. Again, the blood that Jesus shed that reconciled that broken relationship between God and us and turned us from an enemy into uh, his children. Uh, so so that same blood can do the same thing for us and our own enemies and, and other enemies of God. So we need to pray for that that reconciliation. But I get it. Sometimes those people aren't having it. Sometimes your enemy is your enemy, and, and they have decided that. And so that's where you turn to, again, this is where some people go, well, you just need to bless them. I'm like, yeah, there's a blessing, though. A blessing can sometimes mean, Lord, take everything from them. Don't you think, like even Job who lost everything, it wasn't because he did anything, he was anybody's enemy, right? But Job lost everything, and yet he was still blessed out of that. That sometimes the hardest things, uh, the most loving things that happen in our life come out of uh, consequences, come out of discipline. And so sometimes it, the loving thing for you to do is not to say, Lord, don't, don't let them get the consequences of their sin, Lord, just, I just want to just love them. Just, just, you know, be, just get, make them happy. Lord, I pray that they're happy. No, if they're an enemy of you and an enemy of God, they don't need to be happy. So you need to pray, uh, some of the prayers that like, for instance, uh, King David prayed uh, in Psalm 58, he said, Oh God, shatter their teeth in their mouths. Oh, Lord, tear out the fangs of the lions. May they vanish like water that runs off. When they draw the bow, may their arrows be blunted. The Psalms are chock full of these prayers that you can pray against your enemies where you're like, hey, turn their attacks back on them. Because, and that's, some of you feel bad for praying that. Don't feel bad for praying that. Because if they're against God, then you should be praying for him to do that, for him to move in that way. So the, the key, I think, is, Always pray in the spirit, right? Always, because because I know some of you are going. Well, what if I miss it? What if I am praying that God breaks the teeth out of their mouths of someone that is not my enemy? I don't want that to. So I'm just going to not. Well, listen, when you're praying in the spirit, letting Him guide you in what you pray, then you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about praying the wrong thing, even if you're seeking for to that to be the right thing. God's not going to answer a prayer that he doesn't need to answer. God is still sovereign. He's still in control. So you can be set free that even if you pray some things, maybe in anger, God's going to go, okay, I understand I understand what you mean there, but uh, I'm not going to do that. Right? God... <laughs> We don't have control over God in that way. So pray the way God is leading you to pray and make sure that you pray for your enemies. Pray that you see them the way God does, that you don't dehumanize them and demoralize them like we see so much in in politics and some of the things that we're seeing in our world today, but that we would pray for them, that they would be in tune with God, that they would be pulled back to God so that we can be enemies no longer. And also while you're at it, thank God for what he's done in his grace and in his mercy while you were his enemies as well that's amen brother ben for today and this week see you back next week with some more um, amenben.com if you need me god bless you love you we'll see you soon